How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you, add volume for lift and contouring the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. On today's episode, Bob writes a scissor song. We talk about Monet's favorite topic, is sober. And we find out what made Bob say this. And the actor on stage acting sad. Can the empath tell that they're in a good mood? Can the empath tell they're like, they're not really sad? And we find out what made Monet say this. Grandma age, I would say grandma, you're officially, I mean, obviously you, you can be a grandma as young as what? Probably fucking 30 years old, who knows? But um, when I think like grandma age, I'm thinking like 65. Bob, see if you can name the song. I be so sick of you niggas, y'all contradicting. I be so bored with myself, can you come and fuck me? I feel so ordinary except when you're around me. Treat me like corduroy, wear me out. Arguments, you air me out. Thinking about your whereabouts. I don't know the song, but I can tell that it's SZA. <laughs> How can you tell? Because the way SZA be singing, and like the way her song be doing this, and it's just like when she sing as she goes, and sing what she be doing, and we records, and I can write a SZA song. <laughs> okay. But, uh, we just write one and sell it to her, but you become a fucking kajillionaire. Not a kajillionaire, you make some like, um, You just like them other niggas, but you just ordinary, and you be looking at me, you be wanting scaring at me. I be getting my feelings hurt. And what I do with you, maybe you know what you do when you be coming through. <laughs> Sizzle, buy the song. Buy it. It's oh, called Ordinary. You show me one. You show me one of your weird hair looks today. It looks very cool. This third season looks very cool. Thank you. You know, um, season three, we back at it. Step aside, I'm back again. Um, and Domino is. The whole team, Domino, Gloria, Layla McQueen, are really all on top of their game. Yeah, I'm very excited to see it. Um, 
I've asked to make a cameo on this season. I have not heard back, but I'm keeping my fingers and toes crossed that I will be asked soon. Well, we go to small towns and you live in LA and we would love to how you view, but you do live in Los Angeles and y'all can fly me in. You got money. It's there's people who, live, there's people who live in small towns. We don't ship people from big towns to small towns and act like they're from yeah, the small can, town. I, I don't want, I don't want help. I want to, bitch, y'all, I'm, I'm here to help y'all. Well, that's, that's not how, that's not how we're here works. It's, it's very kind of you. We have a structure. We're trying to stick to it. It's not about celebrity. We don't do like celebrity appearances on our show, you know? Okay. Oh, well, it's worth asking. Um, you're, you are, you're looking very skinny. I'm not. <laughs> you should know that I am not. And, um. You are. You look, you look, you're looking good. Oh, well, you know, well, thank you. You know, I would like to equate my, um, feeling of looking good, um, despite feeling uh, whether gorgeous. or not I'm skinny or how skinny I am. You know, I like to think that I'm looking good at, um, uh, several many sizes. Um, I'm trying to not equate uh, for myself looking good to being skinny. For me personally, work. You look um, good, but I but I have not um, I have not lost any weight. So thank you for. <laughs> but that is that is the tr- the truth is I have not lost weight. I have certainly not. But I was thinking about this the other day and how I um, equate um, – I, I was thinking to myself the other day, I think I think that going forward, I, I don't think that I want to, for myself, equate my beauty to my weight loss. Right. Or assume it in other people. Now, I think if someone reaches a goal that they're trying to reach, I want to congratulate them. And be like, congratulations on reaching that goal. Um, but I, but I, but I have decided to stop um, equating because you know, um, last season, season two, of we're here. Mm-hmm. Peter LaGreco, who's our our showrunner, who's like a director, but for a reality TV show, he had lost mm-hmm. some weight, and I said, "Oh my god, Peter, you're looking so skinny. You look good." And he was like, "I am really stressed out and sick, and I've lost a lot of weight." And I was like, I apologize. You know, I I think I was coming from that was from my own experience with me feeling about how I feel about losing weight, and I I put mm-hmm. that on you, and, and I assumed that that meant, oh, honey, Peter's feeling it, honey. She is squinty, and Peter was like, bitch, I am sick, I am stressed, and well. I am tired. I am not well. Where are you right now? I'm currently in Boston, Massachusetts, at a. Hilton oh, that's Garden right. Inn. You and you and um, La Homie were uh, running errands today in Boston, honey. No, yesterday we were, we were we were at a wedding. We went to a wedding in Boston. You went to a wedding yesterday. Yeah. And I do not. And I told you I don't like weddings. This was a very nice wedding. Um, so and he's from Boston, and we stayed by his friend's house for Friday, Saturday. And Andy, and the, the wedding was yesterday. It was very pretty. It was only just like just like really uh, the thirty third floor. This really nice building downtown Boston, overlooking the whole harbor. Boston's actually a pretty city. I've been to Boston a bunch of times, at least at least seven times between different tours and gigs, whatever. 
But I've never like spent time in Boston. I was like, I'm there that morning, do the show that night, leave the next morning. Boston's actually like the city is pretty. And um, we went to a wedding yesterday. It was cute. It was a, there were straight people. But I sat at a table with with like with. <laughs> they, so the woman she she is um I don't know it's saying her name is inappropriate. I don't know if it's saying her name is inappropriate. Anyway, but she's part of a she's a Wait. she's a director and an actress. Well, I can't say her name. Okay, Alex, Alex, Alex. It was the Alex Lenati wedding. Alex and her husband Andrew. Alex and Andrew and Andrew Lenati. Who the fuck is that? Alex. Is she famous or something? She's a director. Oh, I'm about to uh, watch oh. me work. Watch me work. I'm gonna get the well, watch. Well, me I, work. Was, I was like, why is it inappropriate to say someone's name? I was like, what is going on? I don't, I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know. If that's weird. I don't know. Anyway, but so um, she's a director, and obviously she has a lot of theater friends, and uh, so they sat. Me and Andy at the table. This is Andy's friend. They sat at the table with a bunch of theater people, and they're all like big fans of Sibling Rivalry. So they're all sitting at the table, like, okay, I gotta say it. Monet, I love Sibling Rivalry. I fucking love you and Bob. <laughs> I listened to the I actually listened today. And let me just say, and I was like, work. So it was very cute. And uh, were they team Bob or team Monet? Were they team Bob or they team Monet? Team Monet, absolutely. They were all empaths, so they could not be team Bob. Oh. <laughs> what is that reaction? Someone describing themselves as uh, themselves as an empath is a red flag to me. <laughs> That's a red flag. If you say I'm an empath, no bitch, you're a red flag. <laughs> it's a red flag. I'm just telling you right now. Is as an empath, nigga, you are a red flag. Is what you are. Me Boston, and empath. Just because yeah. just, just because you're not empathic doesn't mean it's a red flag. It's a, I, listen. I said what I said. <laughs> it is a fucking red flag. I I me. kind of agree. I kind of agree. When people say that they're an empath, I'm like, God. Like, I just I could, feel. I just. Like, I, 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 I feel. You were angry. I was screaming. <laughs> you're not an empath. You have eyes and ears. I was screaming. I have had empathic situation when you sit next to someone and like you just feel you 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 can feel sad and negative energy absolutely. I don't describe I don't, myself as an empath, but I do feel empathic at times for sure. I do not agree with. with uh, do you ever feel empathic ever? No. I if someone is in a bad mood, it can affect the mood of the room. But I'm not like sensing it. It's because they're doing things that are having effects. So if everyone's laughing and one person's like. I'm not oh, I'm not like froze. getting energy. I'm just picking up on their cues and it is affecting on. me. It is affecting me negatively based on their verbal and physical cues, not based on some feeling I'm getting off of them. So it's like when someone's like, "Yeah, I'm an empath. I could I could tell you were mad or I I I could tell you were sad." Well, I was crying. I was crying. <laughs> but it's not just not just okay, that's like that's that's surface, but it goes deeper than that. Like Let's say, like, I have a decision where, like, someone has sat next to me on a plane, and I can, like, feel their sad energy. <laughs> That's never I happened know. to me. That's ne- that has never feel, happened to me. I can feel that it's, like, a friend thing that happened. Like, I can feel that. I feel that. <laughs> and I know there are some empaths in the comment section right now going, but nanas they are mad at me they are furious with me right now but let me right now whatever the opposite of an empath is that's me and i'm grateful what that is I'm that mad. i need to find out what is the opposite yeah, what is of it? an empath hey I google need to, I need to find out. hey google what is the opposite of an empath 
No. It's a narcissist. I'm a narcissist. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> How is a narcissist? Uh, because because they only think about themselves. Oh, I guess. Work. No, I don't think <laughs> that's what a narcissist is. Hey Google, what's the definition of a narcissist? A person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe that works. I am a narcissist. I do have a very, I'm very interested in myself. But I feel like the opposite of an empath would be someone who cannot, maybe I don't know what an empath is. Hey, Google. Hey, Google. I think all. What's the definition of an empath? A person with a paranormal ability to apprehend the mental or emotional state of another individual. That doesn't sound like the opposite. I feel like the opposite would be someone who can, who does not have, someone who cannot. It's the energy and vibes of well, I guess, other people. I guess by narciss- narcissism, like they're so busy cons- being consumed with themselves, they can't, they can't, de- they, they don't have the ability to feel emotions or or, or the feelings of others. I think that's I can, the logic. I can that. pick I up on other people's uh, cues, but I cannot, but if you're just sitting there and you're faking it really well, I will not pick up your vibe. If, you're, if your act is convincing, like for example, what if you're at a play and the actor on stage is acting sad? Can the empath tell that they're in a good mood? Can the empath tell they're like, they're not really sad? What if the person on stage is acting really happy and that's their job? Can the empath tell that they're actually sad? Also, how I think that's close, different. Also, how close do you have to be? What's the range? What's the meterage? <laughs> I- I think it, I think for the, example in the room is it in the same city do you have to sit next to them what's the range for an empath I think the example would be like for example you and or you and Jake or you and Ezra I'm, I'm sure Ezra would describe themselves as an as an empath like for example he, you, I, I do you, not think he would I don't think Jake you don't Ezra think would so? I don't Ezra's, think he would. Ezra, Ezra gives me very empath vibes. Ezra gives me very empath vibes. I don't know. I don't know Ezra as obviously as well as you do. Ezra gives I'll me very empath vibes. I'll text him and ask him while we're on the topic. But keep and going. like, so let's say you, let's say you and Jacob are hanging out and like everything is cool. And there's, there's never been a time where you have felt a change in Jacob's energy, even though he's not outwardly projecting that. And you're like, baby, what's wrong? Even you know what I mean? You, you, you'll never experience that. That's an, that's an empathic moment. No, I don't think that is. I I have picked up on one of their social cues and said, "Hey, are you okay? You gotten quiet. Hey, are you okay? Your tone has changed." I have picked up on their social cues, but I've never just like without looking, just been like, and I feel okay. Their it's sadness. not a that's so raven. It's not a that's so raven. You do it the most, Bob. <laughs> it's not that's so raven. Um, but no, I, I I have picked up on their social cues before, but I have never I I have never had a paranormal ability to pick up on someone's uh so I've never had a um a paranormal ability to apprehend the mental or emotional state of another individual. Never on a paranormal level. I definitely I, if if you're speaking of energy, I've definitely had an an. I wouldn't describe energy as so. Are we describing energy as paranormal? Because for me, it's an energy thing. Like I would like feel someone's safe change in energy, not necessarily a social cue. I would like it like an energy thing. I can feel an energy thing for sure. I mean, I also don't believe in energy though. I don't. Believe, I don't. I don't even think right. people have souls. So I mean, I know. That's a, that's a you whole think, other. You think you think that when niggas die, it's like um X Men Three, the last stand. They just burst into pieces like fucking Charles Xavier. They just dissipate. 
No, that's too magical. I think you just I, I I've said it before on the podcast. I'll say it again to anyone who's new. I think that being um I think that dying is a lot like uh before you were born. It doesn't feel like anything. It doesn't feel like darkness. It doesn't feel like void. It doesn't feel I mean it's void. It's 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 just the same as like how you felt during the Civil War. That's how you will feel after you die. This is why I love my partner so much. I sent Ezra a text to answer the question. I said, would you consider yourself, would you describe yourself as an empath? And Ezra just sent back three red flag emojis. <laughs> Did you, have you seen, do you, have you seen um, everything everywhere all at once? No, but everyone's talking about it. I, I might as well watch it. Cause that, cause people are talking about it everywhere all at once. i feel like so do you believe that do you believe that there are multiples of you in different like existing at the same time i don't believe in multiple universes work i think this is the one we're all in the same i mean there are there are different galaxies i believe but i don't think i i I forget what your stance on this do you think that humans are the only intelligent life do you think that we are the only intelligent beings in all the galaxies probably not but I don't think that we're uh, in in within reach. You know, there's a chance that other in other galaxies, all the planets are like by each other, and they be visiting them shits like Italy and shit. They like they go on vacation. Right. They all just happen to be in the same area, and they all are bursting with life and people. And they, every, I got a cousin on Jupiter. I got a cousin live in Pluto. I got a cousin live on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> do you think okay this is my last question so you believe so do you think that they're ex, like, like extra, extraterrestrials do you think that that's like that, that's the thing i think statistically that probably are it just seems really unlikely that we'd be on the only planet that can support intelligent life you know right. so what does that put you so you believe in other like you believe in aliens then i, I believe that aliens could exist I don't say that I believe in aliens. I, believe, I don't but I like believe the good word. Could. could? Yeah. If, 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 if I found their aliens, I wouldn't be like, what? I'd be like, that makes sense. I'm a little scared now because they might be here. But I'm like, that does make sense. So I don't think, I, I can't prove that aliens do exist. But I think that more than likely, aliens probably do exist. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I said like, before. Like I think if that. Someone called, if someone called me at six in the morning and said, is Monet in drag? I would say more than likely not. <laughs> there are some chances she could be in drag at 6 a.m., but more than likely, I'm going to, I would bet money and say she's not in drag. So I would bet money and say there is intelligent life somewhere, but I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't bet the whole house on it. Well, let's take a break and I'll tell you about my little theory. All right, let's, get, let's take a break. Attention, attention. Do you want to get a more chiseled look in your jawline, girl? Well, let me tell you. Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XE. Juvederm Volux XE is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it's the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XE. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Baby, get that jaw together, honey. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. All right, what's your theory? Uh, okay, so we I think I can't believe we talked about this when we did the whole we did a podcast about like uh, ain't, uh heaven and hell, all that shit and what we believe, whatever. But I'm I, I saw, you know, me, I love my little YouTube dives, this whole thing mm-hmm. breaking out like why we've never been in contact with extraterrestrials is because they're 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 so they're so far advanced than us. Like they're so much smarter than us. Like they don't like we're like to them, we're like a fucking anthill in the middle of the of the fucking Sahara Desert. Like, why are we bothering with these with, with these things? Like they literally they're so stupid, like they they're not worth even messing with. Well, I, I don't believe that because if we think of them like anthills, I think that um we study we're the ants. anthill. Yeah, we study ants extensively. Like we know a lot yeah, of but they have we so know many. Oh, you mean like you mean like there's a bunch of other anthills and we're just one random one? Yeah, one random one, like in the in the middle of the desert. I don't think I don't think that we have the technology to reach each other. I think that if there was intelligent life, they would be very curious about what's going on on other planets, just like we are. Um, <clears throat> so I don't think that we. I I, actually, I genuinely don't think we have the ability or the technology, or nor do they have it to do that. And maybe down the line they will. You know. It makes me sad that we will, that I will, that I will, may never, like, maybe, like, you know, it will, but at the rate we're going, this fucking planet is dust in about, like, an eon or so, which is a long time. But anyway, it makes me sad that we may, that we will, ne- we won't be a part of the generation, like, that is, that gets to be intelligent life or be in space. I'm so sad that we won't get to experience It might that. not be great when we meet intelligent life, so you might want to be lucky that you're not, maybe you should be lucky that you're not part of the generation where the sun explodes. You know what I mean? Just, just be, great. <laughs> be, be grateful that you're not part of it, because you know our Earth is finite. It's gonna, it's gonna end. It's gonna oh, like, girl. it's gonna reach a tick, point tick, where, tick, boom. And, it's, and, and I think that we're not helping it. We're making it worse. But the, even the Earth on its own would eventually expire. All planets expire, but exponentially, Earth, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are fucking, we are, we are turning the timer faster. We're like, oh, we're we're cooking. I agree. Grease. It, it it is it is inevitable. Um, but I think we're very lucky that we more than likely will not be alive at the time. I think we're more than, we're more than likely lucky that we we are lucky that we will more than likely not be alive at the time where the Earth can no longer sustain life. I want to live on the moon. I was watching this TikTok of like astronauts and how they like they brush their teeth and wash their hair, and I want I want experience I want to experience zero gravity. You can I experience zero gravity right. You can experience zero gravity right here on the on Earth. Where? If you go to like uh, some of the space stations, they have zero gravity chambers, so you can experience zero gravity on on Earth. You don't have to go um, out out of the world to experience zero gravity. Oh, well, let, let's take a field trip. Should we do a similar every field trip to zero gravity world? Um, 
It's just I think it's just like a space station. They have they have they have them at space stations. And um, are they just are just accessible to the public? We're like, hey, I want to come I, tomorrow. I do not have the answer to that question. Lord. But maybe well, if anyone journal, knows, if you're in the comment, if you're if you're a patron and you know about uh, zero gravity or do you know how to access them, maybe Bob and I can take a, a field trip to go get some zero gravity. It could be fun. Um, I, I feel like there's one in. Doesn't California have like a big space station? And I think NASA is in Florida. Oh, I think. Work. Work. Anyway, my, I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we're also getting to a whole nother podcast. Um, Bob, what are we talking about today? Your favorite topic? You'll love it. It's sobriety. <laughs> We were hanging out with the queen and Monet um, publicly outed. Um, and, like, uh, I did not publicly out her. I want to say this again. She says at her shows, she makes it very public that she is a sober drag queen. So I okay. like Marty. Marty Will Cummings, you'd be hard present. Marty does not tell everyone every five minutes that he's sober and he, and he stopped quit drinking. Uh, sorry, and they stopped drinking uh, 12, 11 years ago. You'd be hard pressed. Um, well, Marty just relapsed, so it is now 10 days ago. So. Are you serious? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jake, oh my God, that's not funny. No, that's that not funny. Marty will. Bitch, Marty, Marty, you're about to get. Marty's about to be. He's blowing your phone up right now. Well, thought, yeah, my phone is ringing right. <laughs> there it is. And oh, and sorry. There it is. They are, they are calling you right now. No, bitch, you're getting called from misgendering them. <laughs> you're getting called right now. That's what's actually happening, bitch. Um, but uh, we, were, we were at the party, and then I walked up to uh, I walked up to Selena, and I said, um, "You'll love her. She's sober." <laughs> what is that? Where you get that from? That was you. You'll love her. She's sober. That's literally you. Oh, I said those words actually verbatim. You'll love her. Oh my god, do you even listen to the podcast anymore? <laughs> do you even listen to the fucking podcast Amar? <laughs> you are wild I, will, I do listen to the podcast I will say I do I do tend to attract a lot of sober friends I don't know why I, but I tend to attract a lot of sober friends I, ha, I have you um, Andy, Taylor, Patty Marty um, who else oh my god who else can you out <laughs> oh I'm like, I'm like, oh my god! I don't know. What it's You're out of control. You are. You are out of. You're worse than we were when we were drinking. <laughs> I'm trying to find the clip of you going. You'll love. Everything. She's sober. You'll love her. You can't go around. Oh, it was. I, I got it back. It was she? She's sober. You'll love her. She's sober. You'll love her. You can't go around. <laughs> Ew, why do I say like that? Ew. She's sober. <laughs> You'll love her. Um, Ew. Have, you ever, have you ever taken a stab at sobriety? You know, can I say that there, there is, within the sober community, there is a difference between not drinking and being sober. Right. Like, if you wake, if you had a, if you had a wild night and you wake up the next morning and you're no longer drunk, sober people would not consider you sober. We, we, we would typically, we use the word sober to be like, oh, I'm, you're just not drunk. And if you're someone who does not use a program of recovery, 
um, typically speaking, sober people might refer to you as dry. You're dry. Yeah, Jay is dry. Jay, Jay has never had a drink of alcohol in his life or did anything. Jay has never Expose done anything. Him. Expose crazy? Jay right now. Oh, my like, God. Like, you're, green dry. you're getting so wild. He doesn't care. I'm talking about my um, own personal experience, strength, and hope, and you are out here dropping. Monet says, say their names, honey. <laughs> Monet says, say these niggas' names, honey. Um, yeah, I don't know why I attract so many sober friends, but also... But I also have a lot of friends who aren't sober, so I guess I guess I guess just because the sober ones, it is such a big life choice and a big it's so different than other folks. That's why it sticks out of so many. But I guess it's not that many when I really think about it. Just, it's, I mean, I don't think it's that crazy of a life choice. I mean, I do think that you have a weird obsession with sobriety. I really, really do think that you like of all my friends, <laughs> you talk about it more than. You talk about it more than me and your sober friends. Like me and the other sober people don't talk about it as often as me and you do. It is because wild. I find it fast. I find it fascinating. I know you are in. You are upset. Like what? What's so interesting? What's so interesting about it to you? Okay, to me, it's the religious thing because okay, before it's, it's not I religious. never been to. It is okay, not religious. Okay, all right, right, right. The spiritual thing. You the spiritual aspect be, of it. You don't even have to be spiritual. I know, but I mean, I mean according to according to Andy, it's spiritual. It's, it's it's not religious, but it is a spiritual. But you get to choose your own spirit, That's whatever. Like Andy, yours. because Andy has chosen spirituality. Okay, so all right, so I went to a meet. I went to a meeting uh, to listen to a share, and I will say, if I have no information, if I what, 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 what share was she doing? Was she doing life at the time? Was she doing? <laughs> What was she doing? Uh, here we go again. What shit was she doing? <laughs> and if I just walked on the streets into a meeting, like the amount of times like, I hear the word God and how it was run, just not, I'm just talking about like ignorant me just walking in because I wanted help, whatever. I it, it, just listening to all the words I heard and like the thing my first time going, to me, it would feel like a spiritual religious thing. I get, I get, I, again, I get if I was to go to more and I would learn more about the tenants and stuff, I would see that it's not. But just walking in cold off the street, to me, it felt, it seems like a spiritual experience to me. And that, and that happens to a lot of people because of how much often I talk about God because AA was founded by people who use religion. But there's also this really interesting section about agnostics. Um, and the difference between an agnostic and an atheist is an atheist is like, and I, I'm gonna be sure I'm right about this. An atheist is like there's no God, and an agnostic is like, well, we can't prove that there's a God. We can't prove that there is a God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas atheists are agnostic, like, a person who believes that nothing is known or can be known for the existence of nature, or or nature of God, or if anything beyond material phenomena. A person who claims neither faith nor disbelief. Like so, there. So an atheist. I mean, an, an agnostic is neutral. Not necessarily. Kind of. Uh, the, I mean, to make it as simple as possible, atheists are like, "There's no God." Agnostics are like, "We can't prove there's there's no God," but I don't you know. Who knows? They believe that something is out there. I, find, I I I define myself as agnostic. Like I I I don't know what there is, but I I feel like there is something out there. You know, I believe I, I really have chosen. We we use the term higher power a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Some people who don't use the term God will use the term higher power. Meaning you don't think you're the end all and be all. There's something in the world more powerful than you are. 
And, you know, for me personally, I had to really figure out what my higher power was because I don't believe in God. And what I really say again. What is your higher power? I don't think I know this. Well, for me, it really is um, oh, a combination sorry. of three things. Um, the earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, wait, wait, you're, you're frozen for a while. Can you rewind? Okay. You got it. For me, it's a combination of three things. Am I back? Or am I still fucked? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're here. It's the earth. And then it's also like um, co- like circumstance and coincidence. Like I believe that circumstances and coincidences are truly a higher power and are very real and um, don't. So, like need- these three things are their own like higher powers to you. Like, like in my mind, how I need, how I need to rationalize this? Like those are like the three fates, basically: Cir- coincidence, circumstance, and the earth. Those three things, like the three things that are your higher powers, or or control- if I don't think coincidence, I have to say logic and reasoning, like logic and reasoning too. I, I really believe in logic and reasoning. I mean, anyone who knows me knows I really like I I fucking mm, per logic and reasoning. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, and I believe, believe, do believe the Earth is is very very powerful. Like just the entire the rock we're sitting on is in itself is very powerful. Not in a way that I like pray to the Earth and all that kind of stuff, but just it itself is very powerful. You know what I mean? And logic and reasoning, which includes circumstances and coincidence, is really uh. That's the that's the real tea. That's what makes the most sense to me, as opposed to this notion of um, giving. I also really have a lot of um, anxiety. Not anxiety. What's we're looking for? Like fear for like the black community with our um, just how obsessed we are with religion, specifically Christianity, and how mm-hmm. it has such a stronghold on us and how I think it keeps us down. So I had to figure out what 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 that was for me and how I could get away from the notion of like God, what do you mean God's going to restore me to sanity? Like what's God going to do? But you know what can restore me to sanity? Logic and reasoning. Logic and reasoning really because I think to myself, everyone not everyone else, but a lot of other people here who are able to be honest with themselves have all figured out a way to get sober. So logic said a, a lot of reason- oh, sitting in a lot of the people who come here have been able to figure out a way to get sober, stop doing drugs oh, and AA. alcohol. Yeah. Well, to a 12-step program. So sorry, Some 12-step program. And um, and I'm like, well, then, you know, if it works for them, logic and reasoning mm-hmm. says that it could work for me too. Mm-hmm. Work. Um, but I, I guess for me... I- because also I, I don't have an, an addictive personality to stuff. And, you know, I know there are so many, there, there's so much research about like what makes a person have an addictive problem. Like, is it like genetics? Is it like, are you predisposed with it? Like many different things. And I just never found myself like, I tried cigarettes. I, tr- I tried it like a bunch of times, well, a bunch of times, like twice. And I, I, and because also it was cool, right? In high school and in college, like it was cool to smoke cigarettes. I was like, I want to be fucking cool. That's when I'm like, I just don't get it. So I kicked that. Um, the only addiction I cannot kick is food. Bitch, I would love to go to Food Anonymous. I need to go called, to Food it's Anonymous. Called, it's called Overeaters Anonymous, and there is there is Bitch. brilliant. Oh, it, oh, yeah. See, the thing is, I don't think I overeat. I just want to eat healthier. Well, overeaters is not just for people who eat too much. It's for people who don't eat enough. It's for people with with um with with um eating disorders of all kinds. Mm. But it's just called Overeaters Anonymous. It's for people who binge eat, people who purge, people who. Uh, have exercise, bulimia, all that stuff. Work. 
Yeah, so um, when did you, so, okay, so wh- how did you know? Let's take a little break and I gotta talk. I got, I got, oh my God, I'm, let's take a break. I'm gonna interview you. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. All right, here, here we go. Sit down. My name is Swear She Oprah. Swear She Oprah. I do not swear I'm Oprah. You swear. I, 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 I was watching your little, your, little food, your little food show today. Why are you watching? I, I don't like when you watch my content. You heard it here, Monet. Don't want y'all to watch our content. And I don't want you. You specifically. Well, if, you. Don't, if, you don't mean to, if you don't mean to watch it, don't post it. How about that? <laughs> when did you know that you're like, when did you know that you're like definitive, like I have a drinking problem? Well, this is a lot. Not a meeting. Not we're at a meeting. Oh my god! <laughs> we don't have to answer. You can ask me stuff. This is so much. Uh, you know, I um, drinking problems and drug drug and alcohol abuse runs in my family. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm not the only person in my family who struggles, um, mm-hmm. with with sobriety. And I knew that I was predisposed for a really long time. My father has a drug problem. And a couple other people in my family have drug problems as well. And I really saw myself slowly morphing into my dad and doing things that he would do that I really didn't like, that I didn't, that I, I didn't want to, I didn't want that to be me. And I think it was, I was, um, I was uh, traveling with one of my friends and I got really, I was on tour. I mean, no, me and I did not travel together. We lived together. We not, his name was actually David. Me and David were traveling together doing children's theater. And then I, um, I, I was like, so we used to do these shows when these families would put us up. So they would like put us in their houses. We would like stay with them in their houses. Oh my God. I did that in college too. When we when, when we were in Westminster Choir, Westminster Choir, we would travel in the South and shit. Mm-hmm. We would stay in people's houses. I used to hate that. I used to fucking hate it. Anyway, go ahead. I mean, I would never today. Honestly, 19-year-old right? me, 19-year-old Caldwell, mm-hmm. 
would would look at me and be like, why not? And I'd be like, bitch, you dumb as hell for doing that shit. Yeah, right. Um, I hate that shit. But so they used to, we, we would often stay in children's rooms. That happened to us a lot. We'd be in some child's room and the kid would sleep with their mom or, they, or the kids would all sleep in the same room, stuff like that. I was in this little girl's room and I remember um, all the parents in the play were like, we're going to take you out and get you. We were in um, Reno. Reno, Nevada. Reno, Nevada. And all the all the moms were like, oh, we're going to take you out and we're going to buy you as many drinks as you can get. And I said, oh, and I was like, do not challenge me, honey. Oh, because we can we can drink. So we went to the we went to the casino or the or the club. I really can't remember because it was I, I, it was it was a, a doozy of a night. Um, and we went out and, um, I, if you're at a casino, the drinks are free as long as you're gambling. But they're mad watered down though. If you drink enough, you'll get there. Don't you worry, Miss Thing. (laughs) I, I, I'm, I'm the proof and the pudding. You will get drunk if you just, you just, it's a numbers game. So we ended up going to the club, I think maybe, and I got really, I mean, just destroyed. Like I was, I do not remember getting high. I used to black out every, almost every single time I would drink, I would black out almost Lord. every single time. That was the goal. The goal was to black out. And mm-hmm. I would wake up and I remember waking up in this little girl's room and I had like in my sleep, I had in my blackout, I mean, I had trashed her room. I mean, it was, the room was trashed. The bed was broken. I knocked over what? her lava. I knocked over her lava lamp. I, I think I ripped up her school pictures. Um, everything was just everywhere. And everything remember, everywhere all at once. All at once, Miss Thing. And then I I remember going, um, like waking up and coming out of the room. And then like everyone was kind of looking at me funny. Like the kids were looking at me funny. The mom was looking at me funny. My 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 coworker was looking at me funny. And then um at breakfast, the mom was like, you um you peed in our bathtub like last night you like you stumbled in really really loudly and like you were peeing in in our bathtub like all like not just like i think i like like against the curtain like i don't even remember it was she was like and we had to clean up a lot of stuff and it was um and she was like yeah well that, that happened last night and shit. i was like Oh, I'm sorry. I don't. I had no. I don't even remember. I didn't remember doing it at all. No recollection. I mean, nothing. Mm-hmm. Didn't make it. And then I left town, and um, and kept drinking. Obviously, that wasn't enough to stop me. I was like, oh, it was just a fun night. Isn't it funny? And I would tell my drink, mm-hmm. my drinking stories. And after I left college, I would tell my drinking stories like that, and people would just be less and less impressed and entertained by them, and more and more disgusted and annoyed by them. And you're a good storyteller, so that's that's saying a lot. Yeah, they'd be like, this is sad. Hmm. And I was like, it is kind of sad. And then I decided to do something about yeah. it. I, the last, I've only like blacked out twice in my life. Once was when I went down to St. Lucia Carnival. I want to say when I was maybe like 18. I went to St. Lucia Carnival like right before college and I, I, no, it's 2014. How old was I in 2014? I was 24. In 2014, I was 24. Yeah, so that was the last time I ever I got blacked out. Kamika and I went on Sydney Carnival together. And if 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 you if you're Sydney or if you are living in Atlanta, Atlanta has Carnival, Miami has Carnival. They have Cropover in 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 Canada, and it's just like you know you you have, you have the costumes and they have the big 
um, and you, you, everyone is in these beautiful, amazing costumes, and you pay this fee, and you're in, you, you jump in a band in your section, you're in this costume. How many times gonna say costume? And um, they're free, like unlimited drinks. Are there any costumes? <laughs> they're free, unlimited drinks for the entire route. And the route is, let me try to, is the route is Roberta from like, let's say from like 106 in Amsterdam all the way down to like the West Village. Like that's like the route. And you're like in that's like the like, sun. That's like, like, ten, that's like 10 miles. Yeah, from like 10 a.m. until like, 6 p.m. You're doing this for like jumping all day in carnival, like drinking, listening to music, dancing in the streets. Like that's like the thing. And then uh and then I had been like working so hard in college and stuff. And I just I I I I hadn't like been drinking like out for a long time. So then Squeak and I went down there, we we're having a good time. And um you just did just feed you drinks all day. And, and that was the last time. And I just remember blacking out by the side of the road. They put me on this like van, and then I remember like kind of I got in my mom's car. And went home, and then I woke up, and Kamiko was like, "Girl, you were going, you went through it yesterday." And I was like, "Ugh, I didn't drink for a long time after that." But I was like, "Until now, I'm 32. I've never ever blacked out again." I have blacked I still out more drink. times. Even, even... I was gonna say I, I have blacked out more times than I can remember. I, I literally, if we, if I told you every blackout story, we, this podcast would be our longest podcast yet. I, there are very few times where I did not black out. I really Whoa. used to like get completely destroyed every single time i was drinking which is so funny because people always like i would love to see you drunk and i'm like you honestly wouldn't it's not it's not fun like it's not it's not like this is so fun it's not like it's not like you're a riot it's like you're a mess like an absolute mess you you know um, have are you are you annoyed when you see people like 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 belligerently drunk Sometimes, if they're annoying, if it affects me, yeah. then yeah, it is very annoying. But if it has nothing to do with me, I'm just like, that has nothing to do with me. I wonder how many days I've been sober. Hey, Google, how many days has it been since June 30th of 2008? Since 2008 was 5,053 days ago. I've been sober for 5,053 days. Congratulations, Roberta. One day at a time. <laughs> with Jesus. Um, but you know, I, I really don't think that, um, I, I love that most of my friend nowadays actually don't know, um, like me as a drunk or don't have any context from as a drunk. Cause all of my friends mm-hmm. before, um, that's literally all they knew me as like people, I remember people would call me and the first thing they would say is, I remember one time I called someone and the first thing they said was, are you drunk? And it was like three in the afternoon. And I was like, what? I was like, why would you ask that? <laughs> I was so offended. I was really, really offended by that. Despite me doing everything in my power to make sure that that was a valid question, I was like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> Am I drunk, bitch? Are you fucking drunk? Do you think that if if if, if, if I had not uh, found a program of recovery, do you think that you would um you would you would tell me about my drinking? Absolutely. I cannot be friends with someone like if like how you're describing. I cannot be friends with a person like that. I would it would it would irritate me. I would not want to hang out with you. It would be annoying to me. And if there's any way for us to be friends, I would, I would you would either have to do something to fix it or just, just just not be close friends. Like you'd be like one of those people I'll see in a club, like, hey girl. And also you probably, but to be fair, you probably wouldn't have had as much success in New York. And your life would be completely different if you were still going on that path. Because people would not want to work with you. You would not, not have necessarily. I know lots of drunk messes who've made it very far in life, honey. Yeah, this is true, but in our industry, think about the drunk mess people. They they never last, especially in New York City drag. The ones who are crazy drunks, they don't last like that. 
they don't go on to do big, big and amazing things. People are they get people get annoyed with them. Promoters don't want to book them. People don't want to work with them. I'm not saying it's impossible, but like more likely than not, people would be like, "I'm not, I'm not hiring this drunk bitch. She, she, she's not going to show up. She, she's going <laughs> to, Bob, you fucking suplexed a baby's bed. Okay, so I'm like, I'm not hiring this bitch to work at my bar. She's going to break my microphone and my stand. No, she wasn't a baby. She was like ten. You fucking threw this bitch out the window. You're like, fuck I, you. I didn't break a crib. It was like a like a child, like a twin bed. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't in the nursery juggernaut and shit. <laughs> if, if you thought, if you thought, if you thought I had a problem, would you would you tell me? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. Especially a, a close friend. Like if I had a friend who who I thought developed a problem, I would probably. Have, you know, I actually had a, had a, a close friend who uh, went who like was my like really close sober friend and they went and they went back to drinking and that was really really they tough. relapsed yes hard mm. and that was a yeah. very tough we we had to stop being friends because you know i was like i want to try to help you out but i can't i can you you really have to want to get sober yourself i can't i can't i can't will you back into the rooms you know what i mean and it got to a point where I was like, your your drinking is so and drug use is so destructive that we had to just like, we had to stop. And the thing about it is like, it, it, there's a saying in the rooms that says you come for your drinking, but you stay for your thinking. It's really not about drinking. It's really not about using drugs. It really has nothing to do with that because the drinking and the drug abuse is really just a symptom of a bigger problem. It's just a symptom right. of something else in your life that you either don't want to face or that you're having a hard time with or some trauma that you're dealing with or even if, or just, you know, in, in terms of whatever your genetic this and a lot of people believe that it is a genetic predisposition, but it, it, it makes you not want to deal with that stuff. So you you just drink all you try to your best to drink your problems away. I don't know. I feel like I've I feel like I've had I've had drunk friends. Maybe I, I don't know them, but I, there was like one close drunk friend I think about, and I don't feel like I feel like she just liked to have a good time. Like, I mean, again, I don't know her life, but I mean, I was close enough. And again, I, but again, I probably did not know everything. But I feel like some people be out here drinking to have fun. Like people feel like they can't, like they just want to drink and have fun. That is a possibility, but you also just you also don't know what she was going through. This is true. You have no clue what that friend was going through. You know what I mean? And yeah. I can just say from from my experience of being in the rooms, a lot of us are like we were we were medicating ourselves because we didn't want to actually deal with what we were feeling or what we were experiencing in the moment. You know what I mean? So so the saying is you come for your drinking, but you really stay for your thinking. Because for a lot of people, the desire to drink goes away, but then you still have this mentality of a person who's still using. I went to I went to one meeting again for that chair, and I was like, and I know like uh, y'all have like certain rules, like like don't cross talk, like you don't cut someone else, and every time so the AM, sometimes they can feel a little cunty. So like so they everybody up in the meeting, the person shared, and then they opened the floor. I don't know if I'm saying the right terms for people on the floor to get up and sh- sh- uh, do their little individual shares and like like well, the smaller okay, I'll shares. give you the term. Uh, let me, let me, okay, let me give you the term. So the person. Typically, this isn't always. This is some meetings. Not all meetings operate this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very popular format is one person will qualify, meaning one person will get up and tell you their experience, their strength, and their hope, or what it was like, like for what like happened. Minutes. It depends on the meeting, yeah. What it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. 
and then they will pick a topic or their share will be on a topic. And then they will do a pitch meeting where meaning the person who just shared will then point to people who raise their hands and they can um, respond to it, but, but, but not actually responding to what the person is saying. So you're not actually, you, it's called crosstalk. So let's say that Monet was like, hey, my name is Mo and I'm an alcoholic. And then Monet oh, was but like. That's, but before you even get to that, if the person didn't say that, they were like, say your name. I'm like, oh my God, this is so aggressive. Relax. It might be their first day. Yeah, okay. What do you mean relax? There, there, there's a system in place that works and a lot of people- But it's rude. People... It's cunty. It's like, say your name. I was like- I mean, I, I think like that, that maybe- I think that maybe you're on the outside looking in and you don't understand why we do what we do and why people say things like that. So in New York City, they don't say, say your name. They'll say, who are you? So if you just start sharing oh, maybe, maybe, without- maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what they said. Who are you? I think that's maybe what In it New was. York City, if you start who talking- Who are you? Yeah. If, 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 if you start being like, y'all had a rough day, someone go, who are you? And then you go, oh, sorry, my name is Bob and I'm alcoholic. And then everyone goes, hi, Bob. And it's to keep, and it's to keep the formalities, to keep the, um, the structure that we have- Oh, in the room, it. and it's also to it's also to keep um, principles before personalities. Meaning, you're trying to there. There are certain things that everyone does in the room, and then we all try our best to follow these rules, and that's what we call principles before personalities. And then what part. happens, like so, like, it's like, so like one person forgets, and then it happened. But like the fifth time it happens, it's like the entire room is yelling at us, "Who are you?" And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, bitch, let them let these niggas breathe. And anyway, no, and then you so, need to tell us who you are. Nigga, who are you? <laughs> so and then the person says a little thing. And then and then so that but at this at this one meeting, there's one kid, I'm like, obviously not gonna say names, but in, I guess the, the person uh testifies, what'd you say? Qualifies the, the smaller ones. The, this person qualifies every the big, week. The, the big shares are qualification. You qualify, and the smaller ones are shares. The shares. So this person shares every week. So everyone, like as this person is sharing, everyone in the congregation or the audience or the community. The room. It's called a meeting. The room. Everyone in the room is like snickering and like laughing and being like shady. And I was like, this is very rude. I did not like that. But overall, it was very nice. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't in the meeting, and I cannot vouch for why they were snickering, or I can't. I don't know what the person was saying, or maybe the person said the same thing every week. And they're like, "Oh my god, here comes Craig, who always says the same Craig. thing." Craig. And if you, I'm right now, you actually don't know a cutscene meeting because you you've never been to a meeting in New York City. These LA meetings, bitch. These LA meetings ain't shit. These New York. <laughs> what do you are, mean? Oh girl, these New York niggas are real. New York meetings are <laughs> real. Honey, you you will get very few words out before somebody yells, "Who are you?" There are certain meetings where you're not allowed to talk about you're not allowed to talk about like if you're in an AA meeting, you're not allowed. To, if you're in a meeting for alcohol, you're not allowed to talk about cocaine or weed. Like if you if you so talk, what is, talk, so if, what, if, what if you do? I'm like, hey, hi, my, my name is Kevin, and then I noticed the AA, but yesterday you, you, you would also say you would also say I'm Kevin, I'm an alcoholic, but I'm not. I'm a I'm not an alcoholic. Okay, so so let's say you're let's say you're let's say you're doing your thing. Go ahead. Right, like I'm like I'm at I'm I'm at AA, but I'm so reporting at you, and you start sharing. Start sharing. Okay, hi, my name is Kevin, and um, I want to talk to you guys because you know I've had a really hard time. I started doing cocaine again, and it's really really fuck. 
<laughs> what the fuck do I say? Okay, um, so then what? Then what? <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't keep talking. They just say this. This is AA. Got that. Um, well, I know this is AA, but I just had nowhere else to go, and I, um, you know, cocaine is really ruining my this life. This is AA. It is really taking me. <laughs> that is fucking. That is so mean. That is so rude. <laughs> I can't with your face. That's what they do. They don't. They don't go back and forth. People say, "What's your? Who are you?" People say, "Who are you?" But they don't. They don't start talking. They just go, "Who are you?" They say, "Hey." And then so usually, every time I said, every, every time I a drug, they'll just say, hey. "Usually, uh -huh. a person very next to them will be like, we don't talk about cocaine here.' Now, that's not all rooms. Some rooms." <laughs> some rooms are really lenient and some rooms are really, really like if you go to inner group, they're going to be intense. Like an inner group, everyone wears suits. It's like wild. Wow. Um, I mean, I, I, what, what, I, I, group. I think, I think what, what I do, why I do like this, this right thing a lot, because I love the kind of community that it fosters. I love that. I love that no matter where you can, where, any, anywhere you go in the world, you can find a community of people who you can like be friends with like instantly. I, I love the community building aspect of AA. And obviously the, the sober part of it, keeping people off of substances that is that is hindering their life. I love all that. But I think, but the, the thing I like about it most, and I think why I have a lot of sober friends, even I'm not sober, is that I do feel it builds a specific, it fosters a specific type of friendship and community that I feel, I, I think is very beautiful. I do like that part of it a lot. Well, it's, it, it's a shared, it's people who have a shared experience. It's, it's kind of like being in a gay bar, but it's for something else. You know what I mean? It's people who have a shared experience and you have special interest groups. So like you'll have like trans meetings where everyone there is, mm -hmm. an, is, is an alcoholic and trans. So you have like this double shared experience. You know what I mean? And there's, 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 there's lots of other little stuff like this is AA and, and what's your name? And, um, and no crosstalk is a very popular one. No crosstalk, like for example, crosstalk would be like if you say, you know, uh, Kevin, I like what you said about um, no crosstalk. Like, no, not like that. That's not it. But I like I like what you said about um, about growing up. And you usually would say it to the speaker. You would not normally say it about someone else's share. You say it to the person who qualify. You'd be like, I like what you said about uh, about resentment um, being a poison because that happens to me too. But what is really unacceptable across talk is when you say something like, you know what? I think that um, you should, you know what, Kevin? I actually think you should go visit your mom. I think you should go visit your mom and see how she's doing. Um, that is, that you're almost certainly going to have someone yell no crosstalk. No crosstalk. Because that you're is, talking to my share. You're like, like we're like, we're not here to give each other. We're not here to give advice like that. No one, we're, we're not giving, we're not, we're not here prescribing visits to moms and shit. That's not how we do. <laughs> we're, we're just sharing our own experience, strength, and hope. That's it. Also, I think a, a big part of why I thought why it was really funny and at the beginning is because when um, Andy and Bob first met each other, I, I forget who it is. Was it you or Andy? One of them wanted to, and they go, "Hey, are you a friend of Bill?" And I was like, "What the fuck?" And I just thought it was very funny that that's well, why y'all introduce each other. To. Like, and I understand why they wanted to Bill be is a, like, Bitch, you sober? Um, I get it. What's I, thought, I just thought it was very funny. Asking someone of their favorite friend of Bill is a way of asking are you sober without without yeah you have discretion you're not outing them you know it's like yeah. saying if you're it's like saying are you a friend of dorothy well instead of saying yeah, are you, you no i'm like nigga you gay work 
well, what you know, also a friend of Dorothy says, are you it's more like, are you queer? Are you just not straight? You know? How do you think about the word queer? I Bunny and I were talking about this because I mean we're we're only four years apart and Bunny's obviously much older than us, but she was saying like Drag her. Go ahead. people people reclaiming words and shit. She's like, when I grew up, queer was such a bad word. She's like, I hated being called queer. It was like rich. She's like, she's like right now, I don't I, I, I don't love being called queer now. How, how, do you, how do you feel about the word queer? Well, my context and connotation in my past with the word queer is obviously a lot different than Lady Bunny's. And I really enjoy the word. I really, I'm, but I'm also grateful that people like Lady Bunny um, experience what they experience so that I would not feel the sting of that word. I'm really grateful that black people before me experience what they experience so that when when that we I can be in this area where other black people call me nigga and it does not feel um mm-hmm. I don't feel the same sting that probably my grandmother felt. My grandma didn't say my grandma don't say nigga, put it that way. She never she didn't say nigga, put it that way. But did you but obviously you you grew up in your in your household saying that. Did your mom and her sister say it a lot? Um my mom says it um my uncles, some of my uncles say it, not all my uncles, but uh, my, my my mother says it, my brother says it, I say it. About to say, do uh, like do so? Do, does Aunt Hazel do uh, all your other my, aunts my and, aunt your, Hazel, and your cousins? My aunt, they say it? Sa- my aunt Hazel says it. I don't think my aunt Stephanie said it. She's passed away, but I don't think Aunt Stephanie really said it. Um, aunt Lisa probably said. I'm, I'm sure Aunt Lisa says it. My aunt Deborah definitely says it. I think John John says it. I don't think Scotty says it, and I don't think Uncle Steve says it very often either. When I hear old ladies, we all say it in some context. Most of us say it in like some context here and there. When I hear old grandma saying the word "nigga," it cracks me up. Uh huh, y'all niggas out there. I, I, it. When hearing an old grandma age lady say "nigga" is. I love how it sounds. What's grandma age? Because if 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 my my aunt Hazel was sixty, I think she's sixty five. Grandma age, I would say grandma, you're officially, I mean, obviously you, you can be a grandma as young as what? Probably fucking 30 years old. Who knows? But um, when I think like grandma age, I'm thinking like, you know, like 65 or after 65, like after retirement. Then you would get a real kick out of my aunt Hazel because she does say nigga and, um, and, she is, uh, she, and she is a grandma. So you would get a real kick out of her. I love it. I can't wait. Your family the family reunion in July. Is your family there? Um, but no, no one in my family says the word nigga. I'm probably the only person that says the N I G G A. Um, also, it, you don't. Uh, Caribbean folk do not do not say the N word like that. Like I, I'm hard pressed to find besides Americanized West Indians that live here. But like back in the islands, I don't know Caribbean people that say it. Does your brother say? And it? if you. My my brother does, but we we grew up here. So, how does your family feel about you saying it? Do you say it around them? Would you ever say it around your mom? Um, yeah, I said it. I said it around my mom. They don't they don't have that uh, a bad obviously the bad connotation and the, the the negativity of the word, but they don't. Would you say it to your it. mom? Would you say it like in a conversation with your mom? Like 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 call my mom a nigga? Would you? No, I would not. Would you, you call Miss Martha a nigga? Um, maybe not directly, but if my uncles and aunts were all acting wild, I would say y'all niggas wild. Y'all niggas wild. Oh if my god, my that aunt, feels that feels if, that sounds wild to me. If all of my uncles and aunts were doing something, I'd be like, y'all niggas are wild today. Yeah. <laughs> oh 
if I was talking to my mom, I'd be like, these niggas at work are acting crazy. I would say that. I don't think I would. I mean, I don't think my mom would care, but I just I just don't think I would for whatever reason. Got it. But I wouldn't yeah. say to my mom, but if it was if it was my mom in a big group, if my mom was in the group, she could she could be in the group of niggas for sure. <laughs> what? That just sounds so wild to me. I'm gagged. <laughs> Would you so funny? I miss you so much. I miss you too. Would you ever go to a meeting with me in New York City? Yeah, I would show, especially if, oh, first of all, you know, you know, I love chaos. I would go. I want. I want to say we the most are, savage. They're meeting. not chaos. They're actually very orderly. Like New York. I mean, but, like, but 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 savage. Well, what you said before, you were like, girl, these these means are nothing. The means in New York are. I want to go well, to one in of LA, them. Girl, they're on their phone. They're like they're on their phones. They're texting. Their phones are ringing. That is so wild. In New York City, the meeting starts when I say on the fuck time. The meeting starts. <laughs> at the time that they say it's going to start and it ends like if the last person like i've been to meetings outside of outside of new york and they will just like let's say the meeting ends at nine and there's still mm-hmm. three people who want to share in la they will just let all three of them share bitch mm-hmm. in new york city if if when you're sharing it turns nine o'clock everyone has their hands like this and as soon as you're done they're like all right let's get up and everyone claps and we we hold hands say our Wait, prayer and the leave. serenity prayer yeah, y'all, I mean, it's, there's a, some other different prayers, but uh, I I mostly hear the Serenity Prayer for sure. Money, do you know yeah. the Serenity Prayer? I know, I know the Serenity Prayer. What is it? God grant me the serenity to change the things. No, God no. grant me the serenity. I, I bitch, I got. It. I don't need your correction. Okay. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. And courage to change the things I can't accept. No, I, I don't think you know the serenity prayer. The serenity prayer is, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, the and the wisdom to know the difference. And a whole, yeah. Do you know the Lord's Prayer? Of course. Our Father. Can you speak it? Can you please not? I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear the Moses Hogan oh, rendition. Can you please speak it? It's not the Moses Hogan. It is a Schubert version, bitch. Can you speak it? Me, an empath, feeling that you don't know the the Trinity Prayer. <laughs> One of my favorite little bobisms too is when you go like this. You love sometimes. Sometimes you love go like this. Sometimes it makes me laugh. Me, um, our Father. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as as in as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And the, the kingdom and, upon the glory. I think you skipped something. You skipped a few things. Did I? Well, yeah. there's two. Well, I know the British. There's there's the you British Lord's Prayer. It, and every rendition, you skipped something. Every version there is, you skipped something. I know, I know. But there is the British Lord's Prayer that I learned when I went to Anglican Primary School in Saint Lucia, and there is the there the American Lord's Prayer that's a little different. Okay, but what you just said was a nail version. Let's make let's get that clear. <laughs> well, let's get that one thing clear, honey. <laughs> Um, all right, Roberta. Well, this is a nice conversation about your favorite topic, sobriety. I hope She's that sober. Um, you'll love her. And honestly, if anyone is out there and needs and feels, I mean, can you can you say like where you can go to find meetings in your area? Isn't it like a website? 
Yeah, you can go to any group. You can just go to if you just Google AA in whatever town you're in, you'll find meetings. Oh, just true. Google a, just Google AA and put it in the name of your town. If you're in New York City, they'll give you some great meetings. This is the fire fucking list of meetings. I don't even know if some of these are still there. There's Red Door, um, which is once a week in the West Village. There is the uh the 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 forty second Street Clubhouse. I mean the fifty sorry, the fifty seventh Street Clubhouse is great. There is um the Rainbow Room is great. That's where the, the clubhouse. There is um, Perry Street is is like always drama at Perry Street. And one of the best meetings you can go to is Midnight on Houston. Midnight on Houston is just some great. That's great <laughs> Why is it so good? Because it is, it's like, honestly, you in there with like people with like really intense sobriety, people who are brand new. I heard the craziest things in my life while sitting in that room being like i'm never drinking again i am never ever gonna drink ever again it's called midnight it's on house and they have meetings that aren't just on midnight they have one at two but you go to the 2 a.m you go to the 2 a.m midnight meeting and you it's our you will never drink again ever. 2 a.m midnight the meeting, meeting I don't even the, get the room is called midnight it's called midnight oh their main meeting is at, at 2 a.m well they used to back in the day i don't know if they still have them but there is a 2 a.m meeting yet down all right well roberta um i'm so happy that you have over five thousand days of sobriety and i'm happy that you're here and i'm happy to be here with you and also with you shalom but can we say the serenity prayer together yes god Grant God, the serenity, grant me the, the serenity things that I cannot change, the, I cannot the courage change, to change the things that i can and the wisdom to know the difference to Keep coming back. It works if you work it. So back. work it. You're worth it. And live it. All right. I love you so much. Love you. Mwah. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. 
answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.